0: This is a download from Sarah Fraser and Associates Limited. For more resources, please go to sfassociates.biz. Welcome to this edition of In Conversation. I'm with Dave Aaron at the Lake Murray Resort in Vermont, and we're at the VA Quality Scholars Summit. Dave, would you like to start by telling us a little bit about yourself?
1: I'm Dave Aaron. I'm an endocrine practicing physician. I'm an endocrinologist. I'm also a professor of medicine and uh, organizational behavior and a couple of other things. I'm particularly, uh, fundamentally, my heart is is as a teacher, and I am interested in quality improvement and patient safety, and specifically getting quality improvement and patient safety into the medical school curriculum this is no small task because patient safety in some ways is totally foreign to the ethos of a medical school where molecular biology rules. It is also pretty foreign to the average practitioner who thinks he or she goes out there and does a good job. In fact, the first time I uh, tried to teach a uh, class on medical error and it was using a case of wrong site surgery as the example Mm -hmm. Uh, I met with the preceptors this was done where students were groups of twelve and each group had a preceptor and uh, prior to the class I met with the preceptors and the first question I was asked by one of the uh, preceptors who was a a, an older uh, clinician Uh probably semi-retired was well, why are you teaching this stuff now? They haven't had a chance to make an error yet. This is in the first year. So uh, it has really been quite an interesting uh, struggle uh, until we got some new leadership within the medical school
0: mm-hmm. and I
1: played a, a role in getting it into the medical school curriculum. Now one thing I have found is that I, and I do it in the first year uh, in, in fact, at the very first block of uh, medical school for first-year students. I teach about uh, medical error, patient safety uh-huh. and quality. One of the things that I've noticed is not only is it foreign to the faculty, whether they're clinicians or researchers, it's also in many ways foreign to the medical students who are frequently chosen based on their scores on standardized tests which look at things like biochemistry. And they come to medical school expecting that they're going to hear about all the latest things in genomics and transcriptomics and all kinds of stuff, and they end up with this touchy-feely kind of stuff that they don't know what to do with. So I came up with a means to try to Explain patient safety in the terms of molecular biology.
0: Oh, that's interesting.
1: And essentially, the fundamental principles that underlie patient safety are the same principles that underlie the DNA damage response system in cells. In fact, it's a dangerous world out there. We are getting bombarded constantly by Gamma rays from God knows where mm-hmm, in the universe. Mm-hmm. We are eating food that's got things that cause cancer. There's mm-hmm. air pollution. There are mutagens. Not only that, our own cellular processes are far from perfect. They're they're superb, but mm-hmm. they're, they're they're better than six sigma, but they're far from from perfection. Mm-hmm. So that there are something like a hundred errors in your DNA per cell, right now as you listen to this.
0: Uh, It's a a scary podcast.
1: Yet, despite that, somehow we don't just drop like flies from cancer. And the reason has to do with the systems that living things have developed, and in particular human cells have developed, to identify damaged DNA, Mm -hmm. to to prevent it being damaged once it's identified to e- either repair it or stop the cell cycle so the cell doesn't turn into a uh-huh. cancer cell. Uh-huh. Uh, and The principles between patient safety and the DNA damage response system are very, very similar. You've got to have things that can sense sense uh-huh. damage and sense risk You have to have effector systems, Mm -hmm. things that can make repairs or change uh, or Mm -hmm. stop the process before, kind of a fail-safe, before it goes too far. In addition, you have to have systems that are redundant. So there are uh, a few genetic mutations where a single mutation is lethal there aren't that many and they are rare the typical kind of cancer needs at least four different mutations
0: right. in
1: order to become a can- to become mm-hmm. a cancer cell okay so you, you have you want redundancy in the system so if one mm-hmm. effector gets knocked out you got a couple of others
0: mm-hmm.
1: okay and the dna da- damage response system has a, a lot of redundancy it's not perfect but it's got a lot of redundancy
0: mm-hmm.
1: Uh, In addition, it is also inducible, so you synthesize more of these enzymes when they're needed. Uh, And finally, the one thing which most people don't think about in patient safety, one of the key things, is learning from errors. Mm
0: -hmm. Now,
1: one might ask, how on Earth does does the system learn from errors in the related to dna damage and the answer is actually fairly simple it's called evolution the price of evolution the price of variation is a little bit of cancer but without any variation
0: there's no learning Absolutely. And
1: Mm -hmm. I've used these kinds, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. I've described the DNA damage response system, and then come back and said, you know what, patient safety is just like that. And for some of the students who come in, you know, thinking that molecular biology is the be all and end all, Mm -hmm. they are are able to connect with this.
0: I can see how that can work, and I can certainly see how actually teaching them and working with them in their mindset. Must actually really connect with them, rather than bringing some management gobbledygook, which makes no sense. I th-
1: that's absolutely correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, having been a practicing clinician or being a practicing clinician, you know, there are a number of different ways I try to connect mm-hmm. with students in order to show that, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm kind of like them,
0: mm-hmm.
1: even though I have some you know expertise in management mm-hmm. and this you know that uh, and the other thing. And the other thing that I try to demonstrate as part of this is it's all fun. And this is really important. Tell me how you
0: can make patient safety fun.
1: Everything has to be fun. Life is much too long not to have fun. Because if you're not having fun you're not having it for a long time.
0: Mm.
1: How can you make patient safety fun? The intellectual challenges of trying to figure out where there are defects and predicting what might be a defect.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Surprise can be fun.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, we do things and the, and results come back a, a complete surprise to us. And rather than, you know, oh, God, we just thought this all through wrong, the, uh, you know, a, a, a more helpful response is, my word, here's something we can learn. Isn't that nice that we got this opportunity to learn? Mm-hmm. Um, there are a lot of you know, little tips and tricks about how to make lectures more fun mm-hmm. and how to make things uh, more real. Uh, and those things can be done in the context of teaching about patient safety just as I do them when I teach about uh, diseases of the adrenal gland, which is something else uh, that I do.
0: Yeah. And Dave, I've I've just listened to you do something very fun in the context of delivering AIMS, which I certainly enjoyed. Um, Dave, I've I've really enjoyed this, and it's been refreshing listening to a different point of view. I, have you published on this? Uh,
1: I I have actually. It's a kind of an interesting story that I I did publish a paper on. Uh, Patient Safety and the DNA Damage Response System. Mm-hmm. It was rejected by nine journals <laughs> before it finally got accepted. It's in the International Journal of Quality in Healthcare, and I'd be happy to give a reprint to anyone who asks. And the way you can get me is uh, Aaron at va.gov. That's d-a-v-i-d dot a-r-o-n at va.gov.
0: Thank you very much, Dave.